welcome to the episode of Hallmark Heartbeats, a podcast all about Hallmark movies. I'm your host, Camille, and again, I'm joined by my friend, Kayla, as we talk Christmas movies. And we are back to talk Merry Thanksgiving weekend movies, I think. Yes. We're now at podcast review number three of the week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We are tired, y'all. We are tired. Hallmark, please don't ever do this again. I beg of you. Can we start a petition to make Hallmark never torture us like this again? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, um, the two movies that we are talking about in this review is Christmas at Castle Hearts, starring Lacey Chabert and Stuart Townsend as well as Top for Them to Come Home for Christmas, starring Brendan Penny and Jesse Schramm. Christmas at Castle Heart was filmed in Ireland, and it is actually written by our man, Paul Campbell. I swear to see this dude, like this is the weekend of Paul Campbell. Yeah, <laughs> it, like- really, it really is. Um, <laughs> he did three movies this weekend. <laughs> Out of the out of the what the seven that they aired, eight, yeah, <laughs> eight. Well, if you count Hallmark movie administration, but yeah. So the dude is really he's almost half of them, Paul. Seriously, I know. Like, give 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 other people a chance, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we that's what we should call this weekend instead of like Merry Thanksgiving. Should have called it's it the weekend week. of Paul Campbell. <laughs> <laughs> true anyway um the the castle that was featured in this movie is drama land castle in clare ireland but yeah that so it's a nice movie it reminds me a lot of um another movie that came out i believe in 2016 or 2017 called my summer prince starring taylor cole and jack taylor and in that both movies, the heroine, I guess, um, is mistaken for an event planner and has to um, plan a event at a castle. Except I like this My Summer Prince, the guy is an Earl. In this movie, My Summer Prince was the prince. <laughs> I mean- it's the reused trope, that's for sure. But um, they pretty much they pretty much <laughs> the um, what's that called the same script, except maybe you know copied and pasted a couple, you know, like replaced some words mm-hmm. as my summer prince because it was practically point for point for point for yeah. point and everything but um well no, she wasn't she was actually a, a event planner she just hadn't had her career she was a waitress, in she the, was a waitress but she wanted to be an event planner yeah at least in my summer press she was actually an event player yeah. she just did not was it the event player that they thought she was yeah <laughs> yeah i mean and then her sister just rolls with it and i'm like oh this is gonna be bad and when it actually like blew up I was like I think I would have been a little bit more 
angry. They're like, oh, we're going to end up in jail and everything. And, and then I got calmed down pretty quickly with her. Yeah, I remember when she was, when the sister was like, this isn't illegal. And I'm sitting there going, I'm, I'm pretty sure stolen identity is illegal is- in Ireland too. Yes, it is. <laughs> Pretty sure. I'm not 100% sure on this, but I think that's it. Is this is illegal in Ireland as well? (laughs) But I mean, it was still, I mean, it it was, it's definitely a huge trope, but it definitely still was able to be enjoyed. And it was cute. And I think that the the storyline that stuck with me was them fighting there relative um Brooke who's played by Lacey and her sister Margot their pe- their dad was adopted and I guess before he died he did some like ancestry.com mm-hmm. DNA testing and they found out that his family his biological family is in Ireland from Ireland so that's why he they went to Ireland in the first place was to go find his find some information on his family and stuff and that one was really cute I do have to say though I wrote this down on my notes I was in the very beginning when they didn't know where their family was why did the sister suggest go find information in a pub I'm sitting there going like are you expecting your relatives to be drunk or something (laughs) (laughs) I mean it's Ireland but I mean it just seems so stereotypical if you're doing ancestry and you actually paid for it, you can trace a certain amount of yeah. documents to a certain. You go know, to the library. Yeah, go to the library and stuff. Um, go to a freaking pub. I just, I just feel like that is like Hallmark perpetuating this sort of, I don't know, stereotype. <laughs> stereotype that Irish are drunk people who hang out at the pubs all day or whatever. I mean, I'm part Irish myself. So, um, I mean, my roots are from over there, but I'm just like, yeah. Yeah, that was a, that was a bit cringy, in my opinion. <laughs> but anyway, um, the party that they threw was actually for the Duchess. And the Duchess was the one who helped find their, um, uncle and their cousins and I cried and the lady in the that owns the bar is their yeah. aunt right okay yeah so I guess in a way it is sort of twisted but not really funny and by major coincidence they're finding them go to the bar was how they found a relative but <laughs> it's still so wrong <laughs> But I mean, like, dude, you could have that 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 did perpetuate some stereotypes about yeah. the Irish. If I was Irish, I would be like, "Why are you looking at the bar for?" I mean, I'm of Irish descent, but <laughs> it's not full blooded by any means. And um, but yeah, I was just like, that's a little bit of a stereotype there, you know. <laughs> but anyway, um, so Stuart Townsend plays Aiden. He's of Glasgow. That's a sister named Chauvin. I am going to mess up people's names. It's a very Irish name. Yeah. (laughs) Let's just put it like that. And he's a, um, he's the Earl. His name is Aiden Hart. But he, when um, Bridge, when Paige, Brooke and Margot were like hired to be the 
event planners, Chauvin was like, hey, have Aiden <laughs> bring you around or whatever. But anyway, yeah, except the whole movie, he thought that Brooke was Paige. And it was kind of hilarious how <laughs> um, when the magazine writer or whatever was mm-hmm. asking for Paige, um, Margo was like, what is it? Parent, partridge in a pear tree. <laughs> she, she's trying to warn her, and she's like, "But I don't understand your warning." But, but yeah, and then they're hiding behind the the <laughs> the wall on the other side. I I started laughing when um, <laughs> Brooke was like, um, "Marco is bird watching." <laughs> Because, you know, this is right after uh, Margo was like, uh, partridge in a pear tree, partridge in a pear tree. And so Brooke was like, she went bird watching, I think. (laughs) It was hilarious. But yes, I can tell that Paul had a hand in this movie because of the comedy. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, definitely. Um, Anyway, did you like what did what did you think about this movie? I liked it a lot. Um, they they did obviously have a romance between um, yeah. her and the Earl, which yes. wasn't very believable. But anyway, uh, <laughs> um, I honestly was more. I love wasn't her relationship. Yeah, I was like, this movie could have done gone without the relationship, and I would have been fine with it. The sister relationship was yeah. when I was more invested yeah. in. Yes. Definitely. And I, I love the clothes, at least the what the dress that Lacey wore and yeah. the end of the movie, the red one. Beautiful. Red is definitely Lacey's Her color. color. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and, you know, there was an article that referenced, you know, because Lacey's sister passed away right before this movie aired. And this art, there was an article, and I think it's in the Facebook group or something yeah. about Lacey, how she's, you know, she, I mean, she has to feel happy this movie's out, but at the same time, she's dealing with losing her sister. So. Yeah, she dedicated this movie to her sister. It must yeah. have been hard to to watch this movie, to to see the sister dynamic between the the two characters, and then also know that this is they are, she just lost her old sister too so yeah, yeah and i would because they did they film this movie this year or did they when did they film it did they film it, they this, filmed year? it this year in ireland i would love to see how they took the covid precautions just are way stricter in europe yeah. than they are here in the united states i remember like seeing lacy um taking pictures or video or whatever with like the Christmas tree behind her like something like that sometime in August so I don't know but, but yeah it's really cool they filmed in Ireland in a real castle and um yeah that was pretty cool the comedy was definitely funny and I like this sister relationship the sister relationship in this movie was the funny part a lot of people did not like her sister but she's like she's a typical younger sister mm-hmm. i feel <laughs> and late and um brooke was like the typical um older sister all serious and responsible and stuff like that and worried about going to jail <laughs> she's, like, she's like i'm gonna spend the rest of my 30s in jail 
Like, thank you. It's <laughs> like, since we're going to spend our 30s in jail anyway, let's just go for it, right? And it suffers. But yeah, thank God the Duchess stepped in. It was like, no, 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 you're not going to jail. You're good. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, um, I would give this movie about three stars. I think it's it's good. It's, it's a good movie. But it's... um. Yeah, the like the I didn't feel much chemistry. There wasn't chemistry between Stuart and Lacey and and no. that no, that's why I said this movie could have done without the relationship that they no. normally throw in the midst of everything because it just wasn't the highlight. Yeah. It, it wasn't the highlight. The 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 sister was the a the relation a mm-hmm. relationship in mm-hmm. this movie. Not and I agree with you about three stars just yeah, in the middle. Yeah, it was passable. <laughs> passable, yes. Yeah. Passable and uh, enjoyable, but not memorable. N- not memorable, no. I'll probably remember this movie for Ireland. Yes. And I love the fact that it was that, but you know, don't stereotype the culture uh, because it's still culture uh, yeah. to the East, the people who are from Ireland. And, yeah. um, I did like the river dancing. I love yes. the river dancing yeah. and the jig, you know, the like jig. And I like that they had that at the gala. Because, you know, they, they were this, talking yeah. about classical music and poor Duchess looked bored. I would have looked bored too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I would have too. Because like, it's all stuffy and stuff. Like I love, like classical music has its reasons for existing, obviously. Yeah. But it's it, it's a dance. Yeah. Have music, little bit that you can dance to. Yeah. Even if it's river dance, okay. <laughs> I mean that's traditional Irish music. I mean, I think it's cute. It, the scene though at the bar where they are like um, spinning around to um, Brooke and Aiden. I, I put that on my notes. It reminded me of the Titanic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, did somebody watch the Titanic and <laughs> turn like this in? But anyway, um, so yeah, good movie, good movie, good movie. Probably, I would probably rewatch it because I think the sister is hilarious. Margot is hilarious. I, I don't remember this, the actress's name. But she's hilarious. Okay, so the next movie that we're talking about is Top of Them to Come Home for Christmas. And this is the fourth movie. It's like literally a running joke <laughs> for all yeah. of the for a lot of Hallmarkies. Like, what's the next pronoun? <laughs> <laughs> um, this has a, I mean, obviously, um, it's produced by uh, country singer Blake Shelton. Yes. And you can hear, like, the first thing I heard when I started this movie was just like, oh, God, because I know his voice really well because I'm a fan. And I was like, oh, God, Blake's actually singing in this one because the other ones, he the song's in them, but he doesn't sing them. But then yeah. this one, and I've heard him, I've heard that song prior to watching this movie yeah. from him. So I was like, oh, God, he's I, actually singing I feel singing like it. this movie is more like, how many times can you fit that one song Song. In? And how many times can you hear Blake Shelton sing? (laughs) How many times times can you hear keep it feel like it should have started a drinking game? (laughs) Uh, The other thing I had about this movie, and it's only because I'm a native South Carolinian, could I even 
rant about something like this, but it doesn't snow in December in South Carolina. Oh my God. And definitely not in Charleston, which is right there. It's a port city on the ocean. It's humid. It's muggy. And it just doesn't get, they don't get snow down there. <laughs> I live in the upstate, five hours west of Charleston. And I can promise you, we get snow and it takes a lot. And it happens in like January or February. I've only seen one white Christmas in my life. Okay. <laughs> I'm 32 years old. This is Hallmark, okay? Hallmark. I'm just saying, if they want to show Southern culture, snow, <laughs> I this totally takes the suspension of disbelief out of it. <laughs> I am terrified that if they film a Hallmark Christmas movie here in Hawaii, they're going to make it snow here. And we're all going to be like, what the f-? <laughs> <laughs> No, but like, it just doesn't do that. And um, like I get when they were like, she was in Maine or something, right? They drove down the whole entire coastline. Yeah. Okay, I get that. It snows up there. Um, but as they start moving south, the snow needed to disappear. <laughs> well, my thinking was that those winter coats weren't disappearing because I know it gets hot. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it gets cold here, but it just, it, it wasn't mean, we, I've had Christmases where it's been in the 80s. <laughs> it was a puffy winter coat no cold. not puffy winter coat weather at all but anyway the storyline with this one is that jesse Strand plays uh jane doe who was found in the river or whatever and she lost her memory she doesn't have an id with her but then penny plays a nurse named paul i love they have a male nurse in this movie i know it's so um diff- it's so good because like it breaks the stereotype um yeah i've, I've t- said this before on the other podcast <laughs> they beat a male nurse <laughs> but yeah i love the um i do love <laughs> that well here's uh I, I love Brendan Penny and Scrubs. <laughs> the dude is so good looking. I've seen him in, um, you know, Chesapeake Shores is like my favorite Hallmark series. And he plays a firefighter. He looks good in a firefighter outfit too. So <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Paul is, Paul's from South Carolina. Georgia. Huh? He's from Georgia. Georgia, sorry. She's from South Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Well, her her sister. She fought. She she through some investigating. The the sheriff found out that she found her with a um, newspaper clipping from South Carolina with a note that said, "Please come, Mark," and um, so. She goes, okay, we're going to go to South Carolina. And Paul was like, okay, I'll drive you since I'm on my way to Georgia. <laughs> or whatever. And so they go, they go on a road trip to South Carolina. And I have to say, like, that is, somebody's been driving really fast. How many days is it? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I know from other people telling me that you can you can make it to like maryland in about 12 hours from, from here 
not no to Maryland, but I guess it would take it would take a whole day of just constant driving to make it from Maine to South Carolina. Yeah. Um, and they didn't do that. They they had hotel stays, and so it was a, it was like three or four days. Yeah, of traveling. Well, they when they started traveling, the girl had crossed out the twenty second. So I'm assuming that it was either it was the twenty second when they when they started traveling. So really, so, they and the Christmas tree lighting was on oh, the Christmas 24th. Eve. Yeah. So they had like two days. Two days. Yeah. So, but I have to say though, they felt they fell in love really quick. <laughs> <laughs> Especially considering she had no memory. Um, huh? She had me, and she didn't have her memory. You know. Yeah. I was like, okay, so it, isn't that sort of um, taking advantage of some lines? You know, yeah. like can't fall in love with your patient kind of thing. Yeah, I, I, I was about to say that. Um, because here's the thing, we, we deal with a lot of medical stuff in the other podcast. Yeah. And yeah, that's one of the things you don't have a relationship with your patients. It's, there's a barrier between the patient yes. and the caregiver. And yeah. Paul is still, you know, her nurse in a way. <laughs> but anyway, so Jane Doe, we, we call her Jane or whatever, tags along with Paul. And they go on a road trip. We find out you know, a lot about Paul, his life. Um, he had a brother who had cancer. Um, he carries a lot of guilt because he wasn't there for his brother the last couple of months of his, his life. He missed Christmas kind of thing. And then his brother passed away um, in January. Also, <laughs> um, I don't know. It was just, it was sad, the whole brother storyline, in my opinion. So when Jane goes to the Christmas tree lighting, she finds Mark, who she thought at the time was like maybe her boyfriend or whatever, she realizes it's her brother-in-law. Her sister <laughs> is um, Annie, and she remembers that Annie and her, her real name was Rebecca, um, had a falling out also last Christmas. Her sister was like, you know, Annie, Rebecca was like, oh, I want to start writing. This is my passion. I quit my job to do it full time or whatever. Annie was like, why? That's me irresponsible of you. You know, have you thought this out or whatever? And I'm sitting there going, like, you're her sister. I get it. You're supposed to be supportive. (laughs) It's like, the, she kept saying that, you know, when they were like apologizing and, uh, you know, forgiving each other, she was like, oh, I was just worried about you. I'm like, that's not an excuse for And then there was another her. thing. Um, she's like, you promised to pay half of like the nursing home fees or, or whatever. Uh, like I said, one of their parents is in a nursing yep. facility. Okay. Um, but here's the thing, like my experience with this is that if you, I guess if you may have too much money, then there's a different thing and that plays into it but uh you can get help with that (laughs) the family it's not you sometimes it's not on the all in the family okay yeah there's a thing called medicare and medicaid especially if you don't have the money that's a crossover to the resident because we just had i'm just saying that they they obviously didn't look at all their options (laughs) 
Um, but if that's expensive, that's a lot of money. So, um, yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, a sister, you know, that was their point of contention was the sister was not supportive of her dream or whatever. So she walked out. Mark, her brother-in-law, was the one who wrote the note to her to please come. Um, Annie had no clue about that invitation. And Rebecca had no um, inclination to come. That's why she was in Maine and stuff two days before Christmas. And Christmas on... But anyway, yeah, everyone is forgiven by the end of the movie. <laughs> and she gets her memory back. Um, and then she's, because she's, and then she finds, like, they find this sweater that she bought for her niece in uh, her suitcase. Yeah. And she's like, but I, am I a mother? And, and then she realizes, oh, I bought it as a gift for my niece. Okay. Yeah. 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 I would hope that if, mom, if like, I'm a mom, and I lose my memory, there will be some sort of like that pop up. Yeah. You know, that will be like the first thing that pops up. The other thing too is like, she was at the hospital, right? Mm-hmm. Would they have like, had, wouldn't they have done some kind of examination of her? That was like, don't they have, her? like, I mean, they have to have had some type of like, blood work to be able yeah. to pull her dna an examination like you yeah. know scars whatever uh-huh. like so if they they would have known if she had given birth would she yeah it, it leaves a scar yeah, yeah so I mean, it's like it's even if you do it vaginally there's gonna be um special marks yeah so that <laughs> that was just so um unrealistic <laughs> Anyway, a um, couple of things that I noted was that um, Allison Sweeney was on. She did a cameo. She was on. The they connected second- the movies. Yes, she was on. That I am guilty. I am one hundred percent guilty of ha- not having seen Allison's version of this movie. It's good. Huh? Yeah. I, I like. I liked it. Yeah. I don't remember it. (laughs) (laughs) I remember Lacey's and I remember the first one, but I don't remember it. I guess I am guilty of not being a fan of Allison. So (laughs) I I do understand because like I've I mean it was enjoyable, but like probably the most forgettable out of all of them. Also, um one of our um, one of the people that we, we interviewed together, Asriel Dalman, was in the movie. She um, played. She played. He played Paul's cousin's son. <laughs> so he was on there for a short time or whatever. But yeah, <sighs> it was enjoyable. But I was like, how many times are, are, are am I going to hear Blake Shelton's voice? Like I hear it a lot because I listen to his music. And I, think I, I think they played it like five or six times. In this <laughs> I'm just movie. like, you know, 
this song is getting monotonous now, Blake. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, I get it. He executive produced, produced it. The title was also. But like, this is the first time he, his actual, his voice was in the movies. Like yeah. that song is in the movies, but it was never sung by him. Somebody else. Yeah. I prefer the, um, the. The first version. Oh, the third one. Third one. The guy who sang in the third one, the black guy. Um, Leon, Leo, Leon something. Leon Ruff, Leon some. I know the guy from Temptations movie. Uh Guy who played the lead singer for the Temptations. He was in the third tie for us, I think, to come home for Christmas. He was he said he was the one who sang the um that song for that movie. I love his voice. I'm a huge t- I, I grew up watching that movie. Temptations. You know the Temptations movie, right? No. Have you seen it before? Not that I'm aware of. Oh, you need to go watch it. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. He, um I don't know about you, but I honestly feel like this was a I was let down by like compared to some of the others in the series, yeah. it wasn't as good. Um and I, I'll have to say it's a, a solid three, just like the other one. It, it was enjoyable but not rememberable. I think this is like the only the the most disappointing Hallmark um, movie submissions movie. So far, yeah. Yeah. So far. Like honestly, well, with the exception, I didn't really like a the Christmas promise. So I can't say I like the Christmas promise. So but yeah, I think this one was like well, I would I would mm. at this point I'm sitting there going, like, how many more time fours are we going? Like we keep joking, like who, who what's what pronoun is next? Time I don't know where they can where they can take it from here. I mean, <laughs> there's four movies now. I mean, who else? I mean, I just don't I don't know how they take it. It's yeah, because I mean I I just hope that at this point this it's done. I hope. Honestly. Like you remember when you when you said about uh nine lives in my mm-hmm. kids said something mm-hmm. like Sometimes movies, Sometimes don't, movies need, sequels. don't need sequels. Yeah. Yeah. This is what we're done with the sequels. So this yeah. one, don't worry. Um, it's sorry. And also, I can only hear, but so can we, can we change songs? <laughs> <laughs> I so mean, I actually um, knew, I actually knew that song prior to ever knowing that we're in a, it was in a movie. So. <laughs> <laughs> really because I have Blake Shelton's Christmas album <laughs> so yeah um it's on there so. Uh, so I would give this about two and a half sorry <laughs> but, I mean, but nonetheless it, it I mean watchable but not rememberable yeah but uh, it was also like not believable who's gonna fall in love with a person that quickly who has amnesia yeah and then take them uh i don't know how three or two day three day trip back to their home 
even at Christmas time. That there's no guarantee really that that's your home kind of thing. You just like, yeah. you know, like the only implication that you found that it was their home was a newspaper article in a note. But like, I mean, like total. You could have been. She could have been a serial killer for all we know. Thank God she wasn't. But yeah. anyway, um. So that's it for this movie. Thank God. Ah, three dab and one more to go. <laughs> so in a couple of days, um, the, the we will be releasing the reviews for Christmas in Tahoe and the Christmas contest. And then um, after that, we will be releasing the interview with Nick Sanchez, who's the first autistic actor in a Christmas movie. Um, and his movie releases this weekend. It's Hallmark Movies and Mysteries movie that will air on Saturday night. Yep, Our Christmas Journey. With Holly Robinson-Pete. It stars um, Holly Robinson-Pete and Lyric Bent and um, Nick Sanchez. But yes, go watch Good it. Good movie. Check it out. Yeah. yeah, we got to watch it last night. Anyway, see y'all later yep. in about two days. Yep, bye.